Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. You're listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Covering Mississippi State sports like nobody else. Sports Talk Mississippi's Brian Haydad, along with Robbie Falk from 24-7 Sports, give you an inside look at the Bulldogs on the field, the court, and the diamond. Now, get ready for Thunder and Lightning. Thunder and Lightning here on Super Talk Mississippi. Brian Haydad and Robbie Falk with you on a Tuesday morning. Thanks for joining us at supertalk.fm or wherever it is you get podcasts from. We appreciate all of our great listeners, especially our Service men and women out there taking care of us. We want to thank our sponsors at Strange Brew Coffee House and uh, Churn and Spoon Ice Cream. Start your day the right way with a trip to Churn and Spoon Ice Cream or Strange Brew Coffee House. You can't really start your day at Churn and Spoon, which is a shame. Yeah, but I want some AM ice cream. Should I be able to get it? What are you doing there, uh, Chief? Well, they've got, they've got plenty of things over at Strange Brew. That's the thing. It's not just a coffee place. Mm-hmm. You can go over there and get sweets you can go over there and get you know just whatever your heart desires mm-hmm. uh, maybe not whatever your heart desires but you know you can get some things uh did you see what i did at the press conference i i got to the bottom of the change from starbucks to strange brew for mike leach well done yes so we have to thank brandon langlois for that that's right which that was my thinking originally yeah. is gotta this is him, probably brandon's gotta doing. get him eating, eating local that's the way to go that's right so, also i learned that well we'll talk a little bit about this in a minute we'll talk about the press conference in a minute uh, i want to thank our friends over at college corner and collegecornerstore.com don't forget the holiday season is just about upon us guys you've got to get that shopping done go head over to collegecornerstore.com and wherever you live you can get great maroon and white merchandise whatever you're looking for for the bulldog fans in your life they got it at collegecornerstore.com if you haven't got a national championship t-shirt first off that's weird but if you haven't done it yet do it now go at collegecornerstore.com and of course you live in the jackson area two locations to serve you they're originally by fleet feet they're in flowwood by the half shell humble taco starville's newest and best mexican restaurant mexican fare with mississippi roots they had a late night this past weekend for halloween and that place was was hopping a lot of great costumes, a lot of great fun, live music, and you put that on top of some of the best Mexican food you're going to have just about anywhere. And it's not just the regular stuff. It's not. I, I don't want to do the extra beans thing again because that, that that was a really funny conversation. That was good, wasn't it? It was. So you know, I'm just saying, it's not the normal the normal the normal Mexican stuff. It's it's a lot different and a lot delicious. So check them out over there at Humble Taco Firehouse Subs, one of my favorite places to stop for lunch in Starkville. And if you're in Starkville, Oxford, Tupelo, Flowood, Madison, or Columbus, there's a Firehouse Subs near you. Don't forget to try out their great specialty subs like the New York Steamer, which is a beef brisket and pastrami, melted provolone, deli mustard, mayonnaise, and Italian dressing. Ooh. Sounds good, doesn't it? The Engineer, turkey breast, Swiss, sautéed mushrooms, and then fully involved with all the fixings. Fully involved? That's what they call it, fully involved. Okay. I'll go with that. I'll go with that. So so it's not just the normal sandwiches over there, guys. i got a lot of great stuff on the menu. Check them out. And also, don't forget that every purchase you make at Firehouse Subs, that goes to support local firemen wherever you are. So great cause, great stuff, and great subs at uh, Firehouse Subs. I think the most important thing we learned from uh, Mike Leach's press conference is not something that you and I learned. We already knew this. But our friends from the north, the guys like Stefan, John, Johnny Sock, 
Johnny Sock. They learned that in the South, when we like you, when you're our friend, we call you Bubba. Yep. They didn't know. Vic Schaefer used to do that all the time. All the time. Why? Why, you ask? From the South. That's right. From Texas. And Mike Leach is not from the South, but, but he's he under- lived in the South long enough. He understands enough. Southerners. Well, he's lived in the South long enough. You know, he he was in Georgia for a few years at Valdosta State, and then he was in Kentucky, and then he was in Texas all those years. Bubba. I call everybody. I call everybody. If I, you ever hear me say Bubba, it's I don't know that person's name nine times out of ten. But even then, a lot, of my, a lot of my dear friends are just like, hey, Bubba, what's up? Hey, Bubba. Yeah. Yeah, he he confronted Leach. He wouldn't let him out the door before asking Leach why he called him Bubba. Yeah. And Bubba is a term of endearment. Leach said that it, it is a term if, of endearment. If, if you call a man chief or boss or sport, that's a that's uh, that's, that's, that's I don't care about. That's you. a passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah, you What's don't up, do chief? that. Uh, hey, chief. Yeah, that's no good. That's no good. But if I say, "Hey, Bubba, what's up, bro?" Bro, no, bro is a, is a West Coast thing. I think I, I think on the West Coast, bro is is like Bubba. I say I say man. Man what's, is what's totally up? acceptable. What's up, most, man? What's up, most, buddy? It's the most generic, and I it's that's definitely one I don't know your name. Yes, you know? buddy. What's up, buddy? Especially, it's, it's feel I feel really bad when it's like somebody who obviously knows who I've obviously met before. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Hey, yeah. hey, Brian, what's going on? Hey, man, how are you? What's yeah. up, buddy? Yeah, it happens all the time. So, that's the most important thing. What else did we learn from Leach today? You know, the last couple of press conferences. Well, today maybe not, but after the game, I thought that was like the most extensive conversation we've had with Mike Leach about football just about his team and things like that mm-hmm. and it was okay today too I mean it wasn't just like the you know it wasn't a bunch of you know two sentence answers things like that I asked him the couple questions that I asked him outside the Strangeburg question was first of all just how this offense has improved from last year to, to this year when we were talking about last year just how often they were getting whipped up front with three down linemen and he even mentioned that, you know, that he remembers in that game last year, State could not block their three down linemen. That's the first time that we saw that Mississippi State was going to have trouble blocking those those three guys up front, and it happened routinely. But, you know, he talked about the offense. I expected him just to talk about the, the offensive line just being more cohesive of a unit, being better a year in the system. But he did make a good point. Will Rogers – I know there's sometimes where he doesn't do it, but he's getting the ball out a lot quicker than he did at times last year. The wide receivers are getting out of their breaks quicker. They're getting open quicker. So it's really been, for the most part, a complete um, improvement from the entire offense that's helped everybody out. I mean, every, we've I've said that before. This offense is predicated on everybody doing their job well, and that's how you've seen it move forward. The offensive line's done better. The wide receivers have done better. Will Rogers has done better. And that's made everybody else perform better. So, I mean, it's it's just like a will. I mean, if you take out, um, you know, part of the spokes on an old, on an old wheel, it's going to crash. Um, that's how this offense is going to work. Everybody's got to be pulling in their own weight, and it makes everybody else better. A lot of pull-the-rope kind of analogies happening. Mullen made one earlier, now you're making yeah. one. Somebody's ripping off Matt Luke's uh, shtick. 
Actually, the, the first time I've heard I heard hold the rope was Mark Hudspeth whenever I was in that high school. That is a very Hudspeth yes kind of thing. I'll, he was very big on um on those mottos and things like that. There you go. Um, it feels like Leach week to week, much like Will Ro- Will Rogers in the offense. Feels like Leach getting week to week is more getting more comfortable doing these co- press conferences with the media's. Yeah, the media folk. Well, that's why We're I want us to, get to the Mike Leach that we have seen on YouTube for all these years. Yeah, you know when when you when you ask him off the wall questions that's away from football, you can see him just kind of relax. He loves that stuff. He loves to talk about everything but football. And like you know, I, I'm just not learning a whole lot from him on his team because I just don't think he wants to talk about it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he spends a lot of time in the film room, a lot of time in, in staff meetings and stuff like that. He talked about that today a little bit. Yeah, he did. What, what, a, what a, the typical Sunday is. Talking about working until 3 a.m. Yeah. Sometimes. So, I mean, I, I just think he's not a guy. He's a very uh, he's a very OT guy. If he was on the True Maroon board, he would probably spend more time on the off-topic board uh, than he I would on our website. I have no problem believing that. Yeah, so he'd and be over there with Chunky. Going back and forth, yeah. Yeah, with Chunky and those guys. They would, to Chunky. They'd be over there on that board uh, mixing it up, talking about COVID and – Talking about God knows what. Uh, mountain lions and things like that. Okay, okay. I don't know. That's what you need to ask uh, if Coach Leach believes there are actually Panthers in this. <laughs> yes, that is, that's become – that topic has, has, has come back up. Good. Now, I've I've heard that many times whenever I was right. younger. My no dad's ever seen one. My dad's told me that he saw something that looked like okay. a lynx or a a lynx maybe or a, a pan- panther. No. So he said he's seen a a huge cat, black cat of some no. kind. No. Yes, he's seen it in the no, trees. No, I'm just telling you right now. I don't think it's a panther. I love Big Daddy. No, no, I'm no. Not he calling did. Big Daddy a liar. No, he I'm never not. said panther. Okay. He never said panther. He okay. he thought it was a lynx. Okay. Uh, which is a different. I don't think anybody's seen a panther. No, no, he he never said panther, but okay. you know that that's become a topic of conversation. Yeah, it's come up on our board lately too. Yeah. So, so football wise, you know what what are we taking away from? The, I get the feeling that Leach is looser. I get the feeling that Will Rogers is looser. I feel like this is a very confident team right this second. They 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 feel good about themselves heading into this Arkansas game. Well, this is what you get when this offense is 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 humming. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is what you get. You get relaxed uh, players and coaches, um, and that's how State looked offensively the other night. They looked relaxed. They didn't look like they were really pushing or pressing or anything like that. They just looked like they were in a groove, and that's kind of what makes this offense uh, so effective is when you get in that rocking chair back there and you're able to just kind of go through this offense and go through your progressions uh, smoothly, that's that's what you get. And I think it, it's almost like the more and more off-topic questions and the more uh, quotable leads you're getting, the better Mississippi State is. Remember that team with Minshew and them, like when he was at his peak? Mm-hmm. It, pe- people weren't talking about Mike Leach uh, and his offense. They were talking about you know the 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 jokester that he was, and of course that team won eleven games. So yeah, give me that. Yeah, no question, no question about it. Uh, it's like so. There's just not. There's just never enough football stuff coming out of these press conferences. Where it's all so much, like you said, on the off-topic board uh, than anything else. Let's talk about an actual MSU sports topic, and we haven't talked about this sport in quite a while. But you were at the hump uh, this evening. 
the hump for hoops. For the women's basketball exhibition, the first game of the impromptu Doug Novak era. A totally new look Mississippi State team for the most part. Just a few familiar faces left. And it's difficult to think about what that team was a year ago and where they are now. And basically, uh, of the contributors, Maya Taylor and Rakia Jackson, and then the rest is a lot of new faces. I mean, the whole the whole team was pretty much new. So, what was your first impressions? I, you know, I, I try, I tried to temper any kind of expectations from this game because you're playing a D two team. I think Mississippi College is. Yeah. So, I mean, you're supposed to beat them by sixty points, or whatever the score was. Um, you're supposed to be just overpowering against that team. So, it was hard for me to really. You know, look at this right down the middle and, and take anything away from it. But, you know, what I tried to look at was effort, body language, communication. Um, you could look at a little bit of the, you know, athleticism and shooting ability and stuff like that and take some away from that. And for the most part, I thought they looked uh, pretty good. I mean, you're talking about a team that has just lost its head coach out of nowhere, and the guy coaching them is a guy that's supposed to be, you know, kind of the X's and O's assistant that, you know, like in his words, he was brought in just to assist, mm-hmm. just to help the team in whatever way he could. Mm-hmm. And now he's promoted to head coach in an interim basis. I mean, it's just – it's kind of hard to put all all that stuff together in just a couple of weeks' time. Yeah. But, you know, the offense didn't look disjointed. I thought they played pretty solid defensively. Um, rebounded Which the ball a, well. a big step up from a year ago. Yeah, they didn't play well defensively last year. But, yeah. you know, rebounded the ball well for a team that's mostly guards. Uh, you know, I, I liked what I saw. We'll, we'll see when they play a little stiffer competition what this team looks like. but You have to think, what you describe Novak as, as the X's and O's guy, that's a big help here. Yeah. If he if he was somebody you brought in because he was a great recruiter, that that could be somebody who's like, I don't really have a hand. Yeah, that, that could be disastrous. This is a team that needs somebody who can be sort of regimented a little bit. Yeah, and worry about the other stuff later. Just yeah. you, you need Doug Novak to keep your head above water here Yeah, and to keep the team together, mm-hmm. to, to have some positive momentum. Because you don't need this thing to blow up in your face in the middle of the season with right. an interim head coach, and you have to, you know, you have all these players transferring out. You have to go get a coach to build a team because they're not going to get. I don't. I don't know who they're going to get from a recruiting standpoint outside of of uh, Debrisha Poe, who's already committed. Mm-hmm. I don't know who they're going to get in this class because you're selling something that you don't. That's not there. That yeah. you don't know about. So. You need to keep this team together and to keep and just keep your head above water so it's a respectable situation yeah. for whoever you're trying to hire. So based on what you saw tonight, you know, obviously like you said the competition is not great, but def- the fact that they were actually somewhat solid defensively feels like a big a big positive. Uh, it looks like Rakia Jackson's sort of gonna pick up where she's been leaving off and, and be this team's top scorer. The biggest concern for this team is obviously gonna be rebounding because they just don't have any size. Uh, Jessica Carter, who knows what's going on there. Yeah, I think you have an idea that she's probably not going to be back, but you never know. 
Yeah. Uh, and they just, I don't think there's anything final on that, but I just I'm not confident in her returning. Right. So they just don't have they just don't have the front court right now. Is this a team? I mean, can they just be a team that plays up and down and you know rebounds come where they come and you just you, you, it's more about making shots than anything else? Yeah, you're gonna have to be. You're gonna have to be efficient with your guards, whether that be from outside or getting to the rim. You get you're gonna have to finish. I mean, you're gonna have to shoot the ball really well, uh, percentage wise. Uh, this year, and you just got to hope to be, you know, faster than the other teams. Get out in transition, uh, play good defense in the in the back court. I, you know, I just I I know what we're gonna see from Rakia Jackson and Maya Taylor. I'm not worried about anything I saw. And actually, Rakia Jackson looked locked in. She had 22 points in 17 minutes and was really good when she was in there. Maya Taylor was like 0 for 6 with one point, but she had. Nine assists and zero turnovers. That's that's, so that's she did that's her the purpose. Classic Maya Taylor. Yeah, line. she. You don't need her to score a bunch of points, but you need her to be really good at point guard, uh, protecting the ball on, on and on both sides of the ball, being really good at the at the top of the point. Can uh, um, Reed Kia Jackson be a leader on this team? I think she can. I think you need her to be. Any leaders you, last year. you need her to be. You need her and Maya Taylor to both be leaders, and you need everybody to be unselfish. Um, you need. You got a lot of players out there that are used to scoring a lot of points and being the primary scorer for their teams for the most part. You know, just Kayla Jordan as a freshman at Tulane was all conference player, uh, was the newcomer of the year. Uh, Anastasia Hayes was newcomer of the year in the SEC at Tennessee. She was player of the year in Conference USA, averaged over 20 points a game. That's a lot of players right there with those two in Rakia that are used to having an offense revolve around them. Well, now those players have to work together as a team. And I, I liked what I heard from uh, Aislinn Hayes, Anastasia's sister. Great name. Yeah. Um, you would know. Yeah. So she said, you know, the the stuff that's happened with Nikki and all that. She feels like it's brought the team closer together. And I I was surprised, I guess, with how they all played together mm-hmm. in the game. I mean, you didn't see a lot of people standing around last year. You saw a lot of people standing a lot of around. A lot of it. But there was a lot of chemistry you could see with this team. You can kind of see that building. You know. Okay. Players knowing where somebody was going to be on a back cut, things like that. That's stuff that they struggled with last year. Pretty positive report, then. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I'm, I don't want to overhype this team. My expectations for this team is extremely low, mm-hmm. are extremely low. Same here. Um, so, you know, I'm thinking, you know, if you can get a winning record this season, if you can have seven wins in conference play, mm-hmm. seven or eight wins, just don't tank. Yeah. Just don't blow up. Mm-hmm. Just hold it together. Upset some teams, show some show some positive momentum. You got to show the next coach something. You got to you if you're John Cohen, you've got to sell something to somebody. You guys, if you're trying to get a really good coach in this in this uh, coaching search, I feel like you have to have something to sell because I, I don't know how many coaches that are coaching you know Power Five or a head coach or even a group of five that that might want to come to a place like Mississippi State that has had the expectations set by Vic Schaefer and that you have to completely blow everything up and start over. And that's that's going to be a tough sell. So if you can show that you have some players here, you just need a few more pieces here and there, the team's getting better, things like that, I think that that's a good thing. And, you know, we'll see how it transpires. But I thought, I thought that uh, things were positive after that exhibition game. Sounds good. We'll see where it takes us. 
normally on this show, we don't talk about other programs and other co. It, it's you know just just outside of who Mississippi State is playing, right? But sometimes a story comes along that we just can't ignore. Uh, the previous Are we one talk about the monkey. Yes. The previous one was the revelation that uh, Jack Nicholas's uh, granddaughter married a guy named Todger Strunk. Yes. That was a fantastic moment in Thunder and Lightning history. But now we have learned that on Halloween night, Texas special teams coach Jeff Banks uh, had some trick-or-treaters, and his pet monkey allegedly attacked and seriously hurt a child. Now, obviously, that's not funny. says the monkey's jaws had to be pried off the small child. But it takes a turn here where we learn that Jeff Banks evidently left his wife and children to be with a stripper named Pole Assassin. (laughs) And Pole Assassin has been on Jerry Springer, and she has a pet monkey who is part of her act. So the monkey belongs to Pole Assassin. (laughs) First off, Let's just discuss. And I miss Falk again. I do apologize, but I can't let this one go. This is a stripper whose name is Pole Assassin. I don't want to just I'd be honest. Fill in the poles. I don't I don't I don't know about that. I don't know about that name. That's a little a little just freaky to be fill honest. Fill in the poles. I'm not totally sure if I pulled into the bada bing and it said <laughs> tonight only pole assassin. If me and the boys are you know what, guys, let's go somewhere else. Let's go upstairs. Yeah. I'm not sure I want to see Pole Assassin's show. <laughs> so a football coach at the University of Texas, stable life, wife and kids. Honey, I'm leaving. I'm never coming back. Where are you going? To see Pole Assassin. I'm going to be with Pole Assassin. <laughs> and her monkey. Yeah. Gia the monkey. Yeah. So you've got your mom. If you're the kids, you got your mom, and you've got your stepmom, Pole Assassin. <laughs> so, so <laughs> what? What are parent-teacher conferences like there? All right. So you're here, uh, Mr. Banks, Mrs. Banks, and and who are you? Who are you? I'm 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 the child's stepmother. How should we refer to you? Just call me Miss Assassin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, college football never disappoints. It never disappoints. I mean, by the way, what, uh, it all, there's going to be some connection to Urban Meyer out of this. Well, no, there's a better one here. The the he was up. He, he was one of the, a, a a candidate for a job at his alma mater as the as the head coach. Mm-hmm. Washington, Washington State. State. That's right. So. They just can't seem to shake the crazy off at Washington State. They they had Leach and they were like, you know who we was, can do better. You know who we was, can go yeah. crazier. Yeah, I think the 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 least craziest person coming out of Washington State might be Mike Leach. You know, it's funny when you have the the introductory press conference and the coach comes in with his family. Can you imagine <laughs> you bring in? I want to thank my I want to thank, thank my, my wife, wife Paula Sasson. And, and, and her I, monkey. And I also have my, my her pet monkey here. Her Gia. monkey. 
<laughs> the monkey is here. Sitting on her shoulder over there. It's sitting on the shoulder, exactly. <laughs> so where would I be without the support of my loving wife, Pole Assassin? Just bring out the if the if if someone says something negative, if someone brings up a negative question at the press conference, mm-hmm. just sick the monkey. <laughs> Coach. Or just like it could be like today with Mullen. Well, how different would Mullen's press conference be if it was live and there was a monkey? You know, as soon as he you have that monkey trained, right? You have it trained to attack on the word recruiting. <laughs> so somebody asked, Coach, I wanted to ask about recruiting. <laughs> it just, you just the monkey comes out of nowhere. We used to have a uh, we used to have a pet shop in Louisville that had, we had a monkey. They had a in monkey a pet then. shop. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, in a cage, and it was wearing a diaper. Well, that's that's probably you know because they will. They yeah, they'll poop and throw it. They'll let it everywhere. fly. That's right. So dangerous things they are. Not as dangerous as pole assassin. Oh, apparently. All right, I just couldn't let that story go. I'm sorry. Jeez. I will be thinking about the name Pole Assassin. Pole Assassin should be the name of your next college football fantasy team. I'll just let you know that. Uh, the, I might. I might. The Pole Assassins. Yeah, that is excellent. It is. Let's move on into our SEC picks. That's brought to you by our friends over at the Mississippi Beef Council, who want to remind you, it is time to buy beef. Next time you're at the grocery store, your family wants beef. Put it in the cart. Put a steak on the grill. Put some burgers on the griddle. Or put some a pot roast in the crock pot. Or you can do what I did this past weekend. Let me tell you about my, what I did. Got a couple of big old chuck roasts. Yep. A little smoke. Mm-hmm. Then you put them in the pan. A little beef broth, a little mm. butter, a little hot sauce. Mm. Wrap it up a couple hours. Mm. Shredded beef sandwiches. Ooh, that sounds good. Oh, it's good. Was it, was it on like a hoagie or what did you put? I just had it on some nice, some nice buns. Okay. A little, well, little drizzle, a little of that juice. I would over have, the top. I would have eaten it. A little barbecue sauce. Yep. I mean, this is what you can do with beef, guys. There's just so many things. So, if you're looking for recipes, msbeef.org is the place to go. And beef, it's what's for dinner. Thanks to the Mississippi Beef Council. Our friends at Two Brothers Smoked Meats, they want to see you every weekend. You're in Starkville, and don't forget, you know, two games left on the uh, the schedule. Plenty of opportunities for tailgating. Email them at twobrotherstarkville at gmail.com to put your order in up till noon Wednesday of game week. So plenty of time if you're planning to do anything for Tennessee State, which may, you know, if you want to go after the game, if you want to, you know, tailgate in the uh, the junction after, they got you covered for that as well. And, of course, if you just want to go sit down and eat at the restaurant, you're not going to be making a mistake there. I promise you that. Two Brothers Smoked Meats in the heart of the Cotton District. It's smoked southern soul food. Advantage Business Systems has a two-way plan to take care of your business. They're going to take care of you with an incredible selection of products and services, everything your business needs. And then every sale they make is backed up with the kind of customer service you'd expect doing business with your next-door neighbor, which is what they are at Advantage Business Systems. They are your next-door neighbor. They're Mississippians just like you, and they've been working with our state for over 46 years. Nobody stays in business as long as these guys have unless they're doing right by their customers. So call them today and find out how they can help you. That number is 601-362-9192, or visit them online, absms.com. Find out how Advantage Business Systems will help your business do business. All right, Robbie, I'm one game up on you still. Yep. we got a full slate of games here to pick. Let's do it. I think we'll both be taking Georgia as they get to host Missouri. This is a potentially ugly game. Missouri can't stop anybody, and Georgia doesn't let anybody score. 
I I just loathe seeing in these like pick making picks and mm-hmm. you know we every week on our site we do like a yeah. little little paragraph on every yeah, like yeah. I just I give Vanderbilt Missouri like one sentence why don't every you just, week. Uh, Missouri for this game why don't you just loop put a YouTube clip in from Faces of Death yes you know like yeah, the this, alligator scene or something yeah I mean th- that's where I would go yeah th- this might be more sick Georgia and, yeah. and Missouri than that all right I'm I am I, I don't normally do this but I will allow it and I as as the commissioner and president and uh, viceroy and chancellor and emperor of our pick'em viceroy yeah I'm allowed to change some rules every now and then okay. We are going to leave this game open. You can make your pick now. I will allow a changing of it up until Saturday morning when we find out the status of Matt Corral. Okay. That, that's, that's very wise of you. So I'm going to take Ole Miss today because I believe Corral will play. But he yeah. did not practice on Monday. If he I, doesn't play, I think I might take liberty. I, I told you on Saturday whenever we saw that yeah. Corral got hurt, they were they they were going to lose a liberty if they didn't have Matt Corral. Yeah. So if he doesn't play, I think that's a possibility. So but both take if I'm if if he doesn't play and I'm Lane Kiffin, I'm just running. I might I might just put uh, Plumlee Plumley. in there and run the read option because yeah. they're not going to stop. Yeah. Snoop Connor. Yeah. Henry Parrish and those guys. Yeah. They'll they'll run all over Liberty. I agree. Uh, but Liberty said, has a legit quarterback, one of the best in the country. That so said. I'm going to go with Ole Miss. I'll go with Ole Miss, yeah. but I, we will leave it open. <clears throat> That's the only game that you can change your pick. Although, on. that would be hilarious if Hugh Freeze won that ball game. There's a lot of things in this life that have comedic – there are things in this life that happen, and they aren't meant to be funny. You know, they're, they're just unintentionally funny. This would be one of those things. And, I mean, 11 a.m., I mean, how many people are going to be at this game? Well, I think Freeze coming back gives it a little, 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 uh, a little je push. Ne sais quoi. Je ne sais, what the French would call a certain, je I don't know quoi. what. That's right. So, we'll take the Rebels, but we'll come back to it. Big game at 2.30. Very big, big game. game. Very big game. Auburn, Texas A&M, 12 versus 13 in Kyle Field. You know what? I'll go first because I've got the lead. Okay. Auburn has been very impressive this year. I've been impressed by Auburn. Texas A&M, they had that win over Alabama, and that seems to have sparked them a little bit. Mm-hmm. Prior to that game, they were playing terrible. They they barely beat Colorado. They lose to Arkansas. They lose to Mississippi State. But then they beat Alabama, and all of a sudden now it seems like all engines are going. I think this is going to be a fantastic game. Yeah, Very much looking forward to watching uh, some of it, as much as I can with State on at the same time. But uh, – I'm going to take the home squad here. I'm going to go with the Aggies. Yeah, I'm going to go with the, with A and M as well. Okay. Just, uh, I don't know what to think about coming off of bye weeks right now. Yeah, it's been it's been a and problem it, for some teams. Yeah, so you know this could be a tricky game for A and M. It seems like teams are being are are having a worse time coming off of buys than just playing through their schedule. And Auburn's playing their best football. But at the same time, Auburn wasn't all that impressive in the second half against Ole Miss. So I, I'm still not ready to just get on the Auburn bandwagon here. But I think A&M's turned a corner, and I think their defense is legit. I think they can run the football as well. I'm going to go with A&M as well in a close one. All right. So we're on the same page there. Yep. LSU at Alabama. LSU is a 29-point underdog. That's crazy. I mean, this was like game of the century like four straight times. Yeah. 
as recently as two years ago. Yeah, I mean, and I and Bama's going to win this game big. I mean, LSU is defeated uh, mentally; they're defeated physically. I just think they're done. I, I thought that they were to come out and beat Ole Miss. I, I was expecting Ed Ordron to to run the table or something crazy. Somebody asked a good question today. Can Alabama beat LSU badly enough that Ordron says, I'm not coaching the rest of the season? Yeah, it just comes out and says, like, I don't want to be a distraction, things like that. Like, if it's like 63 to nothing. Yeah, I could see say, that. I could see that. You know, and, and Saban thinks, Saban in the press card is like, well, we remembered a little bit of what he had to say a couple of years ago in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. I'm going to skip this game and we'll come back to it because I think this is the game we might disagree on. Okay. But we'll talk about Florida, South Carolina. Now, I want to say this. If South Carolina had any semblance of a pulse, I would pick them right here. Because yeah. Florida's a train wreck all of a sudden. Dan Mullen is doing everything to get himself thrown out. Uh, he is just throwing dirt on his own grave today. Can't I'm not allowed to talk about Dan Mullen anymore. So Why is that? Uh, people don't. People are saying I'm, I'm talking too much about Dan Mullen on Twitter. Oh, my God. All of y'all shut up. Not Robbie. All of the rest of y'all. Uh and if, if if you don't want to shut up, I've added a tip uh, button to my Twitter, mm-hmm. and I will tweet whatever you want me to well, say. How do you do that? Uh, there's some button you can push on the... Um, it's on the app, or is it on, can yeah, I do it on my laptop? It's on the app, I think. So, if you want me to talk about uh, baking... Do you have to be verified? Are you verified? No, I'm not. Okay. I, I can't get verified because I was suspended from Twitter one day. Monetization. Yes. Um, but, yeah, if you want me to talk about... Um, you know, The Bachelor. I'll, I'll watch a few episodes of that and watch, and I'll, I'll tweet about it. If you want to talk, want me to talk about, um, you know, gardening, I've got a few tips that I can add. So if you if you pay me, I will tweet anything you want me to tweet within reason. But otherwise, I'm going to talk about whatever I want. I, I guess I can't get it because I'm not seeing the uh, the ability to do it. Oh well, you're not I'm important. Not, I'm not important enough. It's it's fine. It's fine. It's no big deal. Uh, <laughs> we've got more news from the monkey pole assassin oh, story. Oh, no. What's happening? Pole now? assassin is tweeting. Pole assassin is tweeting. She says an 11 and 12-year-old child should know better than enter someone's yard without permission and also old enough to follow the rules. The rules when you got to the gate, turn around and come back for the candy. Every other parent and child did so. So she's blaming the kid. Oh, my God. The monkey is a it, the monkey. You mean to passive. tell me that the stripper doesn't have that? Many, okay, maybe her values are not in line here. Yes, something like that. All right. So anyway, again, if I was she's taking, not great with kids, right? If I was, if if South not Carolina, to say that strippers are not great with kids. I don't no, want anybody no. to cancel no, me. Okay, no, no. strippers. A lot of strippers have kids. That's right. If Florida was playing anybody halfway decent, I'm taking the other team because they're playing South Carolina. I feel like I could still go with Florida. Oh yeah, I mean, I, this game will be Florida's close, not be closer than you think. Florida's not a bad team. Mm-hmm. They're just it is on the road. Yeah, but South Carolina is not good. They're not if they talented, playing, and if they're, they're playing not, literally anybody else but Vanderbilt in the conference. I would pick the other team. I still don't think that Dan Mullen's just going to just crash and burn. Like, okay. I mean, he's never done it. I mean, I, this is not a good season for him. He's four and four right now. And they lost four games last year, even after they went to the championship. But he never at Mississippi State just fell apart. You know, they they had a couple of seasons where they were down. I just don't think that he is capable of just crashing. Uh, but I, well, I mean, I, I mean, the team just gives up on him. Yeah, but I mean, how many times do we see Mississippi State struggle? And which 
I know it's not the same. I mean, this this these two Did teams you read the seem article to have about the team today about how soft they are. No, but that that's that's strange to me. That's what I'm saying. He never saw it at state, it's, and, it's, and he took wrong. like his entire staff with him. So yeah, I, I know I don't know if it's the players he's recruiting or I, what. I don't know. So you like the Gators? Oh uh, yeah. All right, last one then here. Tennessee at Kentucky. Very interesting game. Very interesting game. You think about this game. I mean, Kentucky. I think they got they got exposed last weekend, Mississippi State. Tennessee is this up and coming team, but they, they, they need that signature win. Mm-hmm. They need that that win. Every team when they have you know Mullen's first year beating Ole Miss was that win for him. Yes. Um, you know, every usually when a, a coach is is it's obvious that things are going in the right direction, he gets a win that you're not really supposed to get. Mm-hmm. I think this could be it for him. I really think they could win this game. If it was at Tennessee, I would feel a hundred percent confident. Yeah. I'm going to go and tell you, I think I'm going to pick Tennessee in this one. Okay. <sighs> Making it hard on me because I really want to go to Tennessee, but also at some point I need to make I mean, up got, some ground here. Three more weeks. I think I'm going to go with Tennessee as well. Okay. I, I just don't think that Kentucky is that great of a team. I think State punched them in the mouth and sort of told them how it was going to be. I mean, yeah. I've I've been skeptical of this team since week one, Yeah. and I just I don't think that they've played a good schedule. They haven't they beaten – any now we know Florida's not that good, right. and that was their big win. Yeah, they've been so good at home, but you know Tennessee has been really close. Mm-hmm. I thought they should have beat Ole Miss. Mm-hmm. They were in the game with Alabama. It's another one off a of bye week, though. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I just I think they're going to be able to score. Yeah. on Kentucky, they can score. They can score, yeah. and Kentucky really can't. So that's what's making me think it's going to be Tennessee. Yeah, let, I'm going to go with Tennessee. Go with the Vols. All right, so no yeah. no changes for us this week. All right, we, but we will leave that Ole Miss game open until we know for certain Corral's status. That's right. All right, tomorrow's show is the rumblings, so you know what that means. Bring the questions to us. We will answer them. Uh, and then we've got some interviews set up for this week as well, having got everything uh, lined up entirely, but we will have plenty of content uh, for Mississippi State versus Arkansas. Plenty to talk about uh, for that game. It's a huge, another huge game for Mississippi State this weekend. Guys, have a great Tuesday. Back with you on Wednesday. For Robbie Falk, I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning on Super Talk Mississippi. Also, I'm sorry, for Brian, I'm for, for Robbie Falk and Pole Assassin. I'm Brian Haydad. Thanks for listening. And her monkey. <laughs> Thanks for listening to Thunder and Lightning. A Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.